Hello, everybody, and welcome to the ATV Podcast. My name is BBO Richman, and alongside me, I have my co-host. BBO Care. And how are you doing today, man? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. And that's great. And I guess we'll start it off with a brief introduction. My name is Richard Coda. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at RichBCookin. That is R-I-C-H-B-C-O-O-K-I-N. Uh, I'm a 12th grader and high schooler. And I'm so ready for this podcast. Uh, I, I have so many goals for it uh, that we can get big and, you know, everything's going to be great. Uh, I love baseball and soccer. Honestly, I can become the next Mike Trout. Uh, and yeah, that's it for me. All right, I'm BBO Care. My name is Kerry Smith. I'm also a 12th grader in high school. I'm from Philly. Um, some goals I have for this podcast are just to be aspirational, you know, help anybody out in any way I can. I definitely think we can reach a large platform, and the bigger our platform, the more we can help people. But also, we're here for entertainment. So if we can make anybody day, that feels great to me. I'm just trying to be on my purpose. Uh, my main hobby is just to make money and sleep. If I can make money while I'm sleeping, then that's the best hobby. Uh, but right now, I guess you could say I'm focused on my education. And hopefully, I will enjoy this podcast, and I look forward to a bright future. That's great. That's great. So uh, let's get into our first topic of the day. You know, uh, Today, we had our third day of school. It was online. Uh, we're going to be online for a while till November. So, I mean, like... It's been all right. I feel like today was like, it was a half a day, but it was probably our best day so far. What do you think? Um, I don't really know. You know, I feel like being remote from home, it gives me a lot more flexibility. And if I get tired, you know, there's certain things I can do to keep myself engaged in class as opposed to school. I feel like that yeah. environment, as, as much more fun as it is, and as much more uh, like the face-to-face interactions, I think they are beneficial, but the same time school could be draining a lot and i feel like when i'm at home i'm in my own environment i'm comfortable you know it's not too much adjusting i gotta do i'm used to yeah there's some positives like getting out of school like when you actually get out of your school you're actually out of school like you don't have to catch the bus or anything that's definitely a positive but uh, i mean like i'm excited to go back at some point because i mean like it is our senior year yeah and missing out on all the senior festivities, you know, that would be a huge bummer. Right, right. So which one are you the most excited for? What you mean? Like, like, am I more excited to enjoy this remote, like learning, virtual? No, any um, oh, oh, I, any school festivity. I'm looking forward to getting back on that baseball field with you, of course. Um, right. What else? I guess prom. Not really. Graduating, though, for sure, because... You know, this is something you work for. You look forward to all your life. You work for it. It's almost over. I mean, you know, it's been a long journey. Right, right. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to sports. I, I miss baseball. That's all I've been thinking about mostly this uh, this quarantine, just going back onto the field. I went back a couple times by myself. Right, right. And it was really relaxing, but I mean, it's hard to play baseball by yourself, but. Another thing is, uh, with them moving fall sports into the spring, it's really hard. Yeah, the schedule is going to be like, weird. We're going to see how schedules are going to be. 
so i was talking to somebody who plays both sports like me on the soccer team and the baseball team and he was asking well which one would you pick and i was like i don't i don't know because for me i know that i'm i might be the captain for the soccer team it's most likely going to happen mm-hmm. and i'm also the captain for the baseball team so it's priorities. like priorities which one do you pick yeah, yeah. You know? but i mean that situation is always hard it's not like you just flip a coin but at the same time, I feel like whatever you're more passionate with, and like that's what you gotta do. Like you know, you're good at something, you like doing it, and they're all with it. That's that's all. That's all that really matters at the end of the day. Yeah, right. I don't know, but when do you do you expect school to open up? Like in November? I'm expecting it to start up after winter break, probably. Um, they saying the vaccine coming out around November the first, which is two days before election day, something like that, I believe. And people saying right. that seems a little too convenient. What not? I don't really know. I'm, I'm not a fan of needles, so I don't plan on taking no vaccine. I've been quarantined clean. Uh, but have you ever taken a, a vaccine though? I mean, like the yeah, flu everybody shot, take a flu shot, but you know, them joints. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm scared of them, but they make me feel uncomfortable. Like I never look forward to getting a flu shot or none of that. Is. No, I don't think anybody does. It's just like I mean, when I was younger, I remember I had got like flu shots and them joints heard it and then then like the next week i was sick with a cold after taking the flu shot so i just don't like vaccines it's not my cup of tea Um, yeah i mean like but there's like the thing is like people are like uh when you take the vaccine like the first wave of vaccine there's always going to be some problem with Mm -hmm. it some like mutation problem Mm -hmm. but when it comes out i don't even know like how long the vaccine takes to like spread around so that everyone can get mm-hmm. it like i don't know how fast that's gonna be but if it's in october i feel like we could be back in school by january right 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 well i, I heard they was having discussions about whether old people should get it first or if they should give it to like babies and stuff to you know so there's no right. potential carriers i don't know about that but you know how youtube always got those ads i remember like probably april when the pandemic first started they was uh, constantly promoting like this business endeavor of you getting in to finding out who gets the first vaccine and making money off of that. So I think getting a vaccine is definitely not only beneficial for us, but it's probably gonna help the economy. It's probably a lot of people banking on getting rid of this pandemic. But uh, right, I right. think the pandemic has definitely been a blessing and a curse, you know? You gotta make the best of what you got. I just hope, you know? Yeah, there's definitely been some positives. I guess. That's a negative. I guess obviously, like the 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 death toll, the headlines of everybody dying from it. Obviously, uh, my condolences to that. But the pandemic hasn't been that right. terrible. It hasn't affected us too much outside of not being able to go along with our usual interactions. You know, this time last year we'd be in school seeing everybody. So definitely, right. that's what I think. I think you gotta be like thankful, like because I I didn't have any like close encounters mm-hmm. with. Him like anybody having corona so so like me just missing sports it's like it's minor to like other people who are who actually have the the virus yeah 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 sure um but i don't know when the vaccine comes out i don't i don't think necessarily everything's gonna go away that's what we're hoping right but like whatever have it's 2020 and yeah like how can they even enforce like a widespread vaccine if they make it mandatory by law it's obviously gonna be complications with that like people don't have insurance 
or if they're going to charge you right. for the vaccine. It's it's going to be a lot. Definitely when it when it when it, when it first come out, whenever it comes out, it's going it's going to be a lot. Worse. Yeah. All right, you want to move on? Oh, so move on to the next topic. All right, so our next topic, obviously, two K just came out this week, and there's been a lot of right. controversy going on about two K. Uh, shout out Ronnie, you know all my guys <laughs> hate Ronnie. No, but um, shout out 2K. 2K been doing a thing. Still need to show some love to my league, but I've been seeing that already within the first two days, people are complaining that things need to be patched. So, uh, what you, oh, yeah. you think? Um, I haven't played it yet. I mean, like today is 2K day, right, 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 uh, right. September fourth, and I mean, I'm I'm looking at like I'm usually on Twitter. I'm scrolling down and I'm looking and I see, um, you know, everyone's talking about the, sh- the meter and stuff. And it's like there's um, two sides of it. So you have people who are saying, you know, I'm looking at like pictures and stuff of park games. And these are two like the twos and there's 78 shots from one team in a twos in a neighborhood game. Like yeah. that, that never happens as a whole team. Like people are shooting 11 for like 68 somebody had a 100 rebound game so you have these two sides of people who are saying you know change the shot meter but you have people who are saying there's a skill gap now and this is what people actually wanted because before it was too easy and all these builds were shooting and they were making threes and everything and you were complaining but now that there's a skill gap you actually have to get good at the game and it made me think i was thinking like back um i was talking to somebody who plays on pc and they play like pc games he doesn't play 2k at all so he's like um well we have like you know we actually have to be skilled and stuff at things and i was like well 2k players you know people are kind of like they don't want to grind for the game kind of like if there's a new shot meter and it's harder just grind towards it honestly and just like make it so you make it easy for yourself Cause you got to put in them hours and that's what a real like game is going to do it's going to make you grind so it's like it's kind of like that but then you have the other side you know so yeah you know. um definitely definitely i definitely think if you look at the lineage of 2k though ever since about 16 17 18 19 20 and now 21 the game is like minor advancements they haven't done any large scale like changes to the game i mean the new park is cool the new meter is cool but really it's like they just remodeling the game but I guess that's really where uh, that's really where the next gen is going to come into place. I've been hearing a lot of things about next gen going to be real different. Obviously, you could make uh, female part characters now for 2K21 on next gen. And I just want to know, like, what do you what do you think? You think next gen is going is going to be the new wave or what? Definitely, 100%. I just can't um, believe how quickly. I, I don't want to say quickly because Xbox One and PS4 have been out for a long time, but like they're gonna move on from it and i have no plan not yet of getting an xbox x or getting a ps5 which i'm thinking of joining a playstation nation but it's like um i I don't know because if they get left in the dust it's just like dang because i had a 360 when the one was out and i remember playing 2k17 on the 360 and it was like you we didn't even have park on there it was just like it was some um it was like blacktop but it was online so um i don't know if we get left if i get left behind again it's just like 
I don't even know. I didn't even buy the game, honestly. Not yet. Uh, yeah, personally, me. Ah, you know, I wish I had somebody buy the game for me right now. You know, I don't, I don't really buy games on release date when they come out because I know it's inevitable that by what this is September, by November, Black Friday, the game's gonna be half off. So I already know, like, if I wait it out, I'm gonna be able to grind. It's not really a delay for me since I know I'm gonna. Right. So I rather just save my money. I don't really need to fall into the hype and get it as soon as it come out. Right, right. Um, another game that dropped was Madden, Madden 21, right. and I haven't played that either. But I saw that it has like the worst rating so far of uh, Madden's career, and I thought that was actually Madden 19 that had the worst ratings. But I I don't know. My my favorite Madden of all time was Madden 25. That game was just like legendary for me and i just played mutt all day um recent maddens i mean like i i liked it it was cool you know uh they don't really make changes though but it's like the discussion there's like a discussion behind it i'll get into it but what do you think about uh madden 21 i think the backyard is a really cool feature i think madden you know obviously they have a monopoly on the football industry such as 2k as on the basketball industry because of live is trash but um I think the fix the franchise hashtag, which was trending, was really interesting because I personally play a lot of franchise mode, and I like the mode, but similar to my league in 2K, they don't really ever change it. There's a lot of flaws that go on with the mode, but I do give man the benefit of the doubt because as you see, they had, uh, what's the mode? Well, I think 19, they gave you the my team three, like you, you can run multiplayer on my team, like mud squads, they had that. And then 20. Then 20, I forget what it was called, but you know, you could you could use like Snoop Dogg as a coach, DJ Khaled as a coach, you know what I'm talking about? Right. I forget what it's called, but that was the new mode. Now 21, they have the backyard where you could like create your own custom player. You could be like corner quarterback, safety, corner wide receiver, you know, you could play multiple positions. Yeah, I, get I think that. I think they'll make an additions every year, it gives you something to look forward to. But everybody knows Madden dies out by like March, April. Right. So I don't know. Um yeah yeah like uh, but i was gonna say um the um, the thing about madden 2k like we're always like why is it not changing and stuff they they really don't have any competition they really don't like you were saying you know 2k's competition is live and live goes down like every two years they're like we're shutting our game down to work on stuff and then they come out with another trash game it's like we have no competition if you're 2k you're just like keep on putting out the same game because people are still buying it um and then madden uh, there's no other football game of a, except if you go to like a, a mobile game but then <laughs> the biggest thing is madden mobile so it's like you're not gonna uh get anything there and i mean i was thinking about it i was just like you know these companies like these companies are so like relying on like the, the players and stuff and it's like they don't even listen to I mean, yeah they don't even listen to the um gamers and stuff you know it's crazy because i was thinking about it, i'm just like 2k we're like putting crossplay putting crossplay and it's like nah not this year not this year it's just like okay like you're just not gonna listen to us speaking of crossplay if gta 6 does not have crossplay i will go berserk because 
GTA 5 came out 2013 and they're still coming out with games for the PS they're still coming out with GTA 5 for the PS uh, 5 and that's crazy that's crazy that a game is going seven years yeah I mean obviously a game as big as GTA there's a lot of nuances that come with making that game but the fan base for GTA is crazy and when you think about how long it's been since this came out how many people still play that game it's kind of wild like we complain about 2K and Madden, but obviously 2K Madden are making a lot of money. They're banking off of us every year. But at least there's a new game to look forward to. Right. GTA, you know it's going to be the same game, but everyone still plays and it's kind of crazy. And uh, right. yeah, the world definitely needs GTA 6 for sure, for sure. But I heard, I'm, yeah, but I heard if it comes out, it might be PlayStation exclusive. So yeah. If, if there's no, if if that gets in the way of crossplay, you know, obviously. If but I wonder how they would do that because. Obviously, GTA is going to be on PC too, GTA Online. So, it's just kind of interesting. Correct. It will be interesting to see. Um, uh, you want to move on? Sure. All right. So, John Morant just got a rookie of the year. I believe it was yesterday, maybe the day before. Right. And got it on a 99 out of 100 vote. Zion obviously got one vote. Do you think Josh should have been the unanimous MVP? Like the Zion vote was just political. Yeah, what a crazy. Season. Um, I don't, I don't know the numbers for the 2000. What would that be? 2016, 2017, um, Rookie of the Year race. I remember Michael Brogdon won. Obviously, Dario Sarge came in second, and Joel B came in third. And I mean, of course, their circumstances are different because. Uh, Zion was going to play more games if the bubble didn't happen. But him and Joel, like, both had seasons that were cut short. So the fact that, like, he even got a first place vote, even though he played a minimal uh, amount of games, it's just, it's, it shocked me because, like, it shouldn't even have been a first place vote. He should have been, you I mean, like, it just didn't make sense to me, you know? But the Zion hype was definitely real coming. There was a season. lot of Zion hype, and he he did make a big difference. But I don't first place. That's that's crazy. Uh, referring back to that 2017 season, though, that was Joel's initial season. We saw he was on limited minutes, but he was still the best player by far on that Sixers team. He made a, a great impact. Uh, right. Brogdon getting it. Brogdon's been pretty good, but the Pacers they're they've been a weird team these past couple years. I mean, Sabonis has made a. The all-star team, Miles Turner has been a great defensive player. Then they picked up Brogdon from the Bucks, hasn't done much. You had TJ, TJ Warren, who snapped in the bubble. And then now we're Until it mattered. Deep. Until it mattered Until against, against, against Jimmy. Jimmy. Against Jimmy. Hashtag running back Sixers. Uh, Shout out Tosh. Until it mattered against Jimmy, for sure. And uh, now we're hearing Victor Oladipo has no intentions of signing back with the Pacers. I feel right. like... I don't know how to feel. The Pacers have a lot of talent on their team. But if we look at a team like OKC, who obviously the Pacers made a deal with, the Oladipo PG deal, the, the way these te- those two teams have kind of shaped out is interesting because there was a lot more, uh, I'd say, belief and faith that OKC could actually upset the Rockets than anybody thought the Heat were about to, the Pacers were about to do to the Heat. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about the Thunder season this year? Thunder season? Well, all right, I want to track back to like, the Pacers real quick the Pacers for some reason always have a star like I just I just want to say that like I don't I feel like if they lose all the depot they're still going to get a star back because they they've always just had a star like it doesn't matter 
like before Oladipo, they had PG. Obviously, they swapped him, but like it was just it just kept on going and kept on going. But um, before PG was Granger, Monte, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, I think. Wow, I think the OKC season, it obviously, it was. They should have been happy. They, I think they are still happy. But like, if I'm an OKC fan, I'm I'm way excited for our future, because um, you know, you get those guys playoff experience first off, mm-hmm. um, and you guys weren't even proje- projected to make the playoffs at all. Like nobody, nobody thought like you guys were making two percent chance. Right. Crazy. Right, and you see like a shining star like Dort just go off crazy. Hard in the right, shows. and you're going up against a good team too, and you give them seven games. That's crazy. I'm very, if I'm a Thunder fan, I'm very optimistic about like what's going to happen in these next years, especially um, with Shea controlling it. Yeah, yeah. CP3, shout out to him, great leader. But uh, exactly. on the Thunder, Montrezl, Montrez, Trez, <laughs> he won the Sixth Man of the Year this year, uh, which the, was today. He's on the Thunder now. No, he's on the Clippers. But I'm saying there's a lot of outrage today about. No, I mean I'm, I'm just saying you know you said no, he's on the Thunder, you know. I said speaking on the Thunder, whatever. And it doesn't <laughs> but uh, Dennis Schroeder of the Thunder, there's been right. a lot of controversy. People saying that he got snubbed for the uh, Sixth Man of the Year award. I you feel think that. Shoulder should have got I it. That. I mean, that three-headed monster did. I feel that. Shoulder, shoulder was out, out of this world this year. I feel like he played his role so good. Like anywhere else, uh, actually, I won't say that. But not, not anywhere else. But most likely on another team, it would have been a, a starter for sure. Yeah. But like. His job that came off the bench, like he just had such a big impact on that team. Uh, I feel like he did get snubbed, oh, but Trez has a lot of of energy to the the Clippers, and yeah, you know Lou him Will. and him and Lou, Lou Will. Yeah, yeah. Which I was like, I didn't know how that worked. Him and Lou Will were on the six man ballot, but I was like, um. How does yeah, one they're both right off the bench. They're both right. right off the bench. But this, these ballots have definitely been weird. Like, we've seen Hassan Whiteside get a first-place defensive player of the year for right. Simmons, and it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Hassan Whiteside is one of the funniest guys in the NBA, underrated. His his Snapchats are just undefeated. Wow. Yeah. All right, still, still talking about the West. Um, we have Rockets, Lakers. You know, Rockets just beat the Thunder. Do you think the Rockets, with Westbrook and Hart and two people trying to prove their legacies, you think they have a chance against this Lakers team with Anthony Davis and the size they have? Do they have a chance? I, I, I mean, believe. they're running PJ Tucker at center. You know, um, me being a, a Rockets fan that I am, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I think we do have a chance. Against the the Lakers, I mean, like they always say that. Like, I remember it was the first time they were matching up, and they, or it wasn't the first time. I don't think it was the first time, but it was when PJ Tucker was starting at center. And I remember Bleacher Report put out the post, and it was, you know, him being this short guy and AD being like 
10 feet tall and it was like oh rockets Lakers versus lakers tonight haha and then the rockets just blew out the lakers and it was like it didn't really matter but i mean i feel like they're gonna have something of course a game is different from a series but i feel like they're gonna have something over this series that's gonna be changing to guard ad i don't i don't know what they're gonna do but i feel like uh dan and tony's gonna have something you know prepared I definitely think Westbrook is the wild card. I mean, because right. realistically, the Lakers don't have anybody who can clamp Westbrook. If Bron, if we're assuming Bron is going to be on Harden, or if Bron's not going to be on Harden, then Danny Green. So realistically, I'm not sure who's really going to stop Westbrook. But Westbrook hasn't proven himself as that much of a playoff player in history. I do think that Harden at his best, like in his bag, he's probably the most unstoppable offensive player. And you have guys on the wings like Roko and Daniel House helping you out on defense. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a big help. But I do think the edge of how he still goes to play. Right. But uh, if you want to move on again, we have the Clippers and Nuggets. And the Nuggets just came out of a crazy series with the Jazz. Jamal Murray was going crazy. But right. first game against the Clippers, I, I believe he drops, what, 12, 13? After just averaging 12. almost 40 a game against the Jazz. Yeah. It's definitely I, f- I feel like that. I feel like that was rest related because I mean, like even after that game, game seven, it was like, oh yeah, like we're gonna take on this team, and they were like, are you ready for Thursday? And he was like, we don't get two days off. Right. We we don't get two days off after playing seven games. That's that's crazy. Um, me being like a Nuggets fan and everything, I feel like I want to say that they have a chance, but at the same time, the Clippers can beat them so easily. It's so easy for the Clippers to make it to the third round now. Cause I just, I just don't think that the Nuggets are good. They're good. They're gonna, they're gonna be good for a while. Cause MPJ is like really good. Yeah, yeah. Really good shooter. Can create on his own. Um, can finish too. I mean, like he was gonna be the number number one pick. top five he pick. Was top prospect. Yeah, number one. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like his back, and he might never play again. First game at Mizzou, which I'm mad at the Sixers for not drafting him. I, I mean, like start with the Sixers. Sheesh, man. <laughs> Don't get it stuck. Pick Zaire Smith over him, and it was that's insane. But yeah, I don't. I don't think the the Nuggets have a chance. I feel like this series at most goes to six, probably ends in five the Nuggets steal one but otherwise it's probably gonna be blowout after blowout they just can't match up with the Clippers I don't know I mean if playoff P comes back I think the Nuggets got a chance uh the team is definitely on the back of Jamal Murray right now but if you think about it the anchor at the end of the day is still Jokic I mean he was doing his thing against Gobert in that fourth quarter and uh yeah mpj is definitely the wild card even though he's so young he could he could give you almost 30 on any night which is it's really crazy mm-hmm. for somebody that young but yeah i definitely agree it's looking like lakers clippers uh if i had to take one team out of the two series i'd probably pick the rockets to upset the lakers before i pick the nuggets to upset the clippers 100 i actually have the rockets winning i i think i think the lakers winning uh, around six like i'm not a lakers hater low-key a little bit i mean but I mean, I had them sweeping the Blazers. Um, I had, I have them, I had them actually in the Western Conference Final, but I, 
I'm just I knew the I knew the Blazers. I'm just so optimistic for the the Rockets. I feel like James Harden, even though he's been on the tear, he's just gonna level up again. Definitely, I think if he gets in his bag, he's unstoppable. But you see somebody like Dort, shout out to Dort once again, do what they did. It kind of scares you to see that Harden can disappear sometimes. I mean, the officiating in that series was definitely bad, but we haven't seen Harden step up just yet. And I've seen LeBron step up a lot. I'm not saying LeBron's like some ultimate closer, but LeBron is there. He, he can step up. And then Anthony Davis, they're definitely going to have to rebound in advantage with the Lakers. So it'll probably, I mean, as long as the Rockets don't have a game as bad as when they played the Warriors a few years back and shot terrible, they're, they're in every game against the Lakers. As long as their shots are falling, like, every game should be close. I'll just give the edge to, right. to Brown and AD. I don't know. But uh, I guess we can move on to the East before we get out the NBA topic. <sighs> we got um, Jimmy Butler doing his thing right. against Giannis, so-called back-to-back MVP. Well, I think Harden should have got um, Actually, that game is going on right now as we speak. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to check the score? Sure. The, the Bucks are out 55 to 50 with 53 seconds left in the second quarter. Okay. Right now, uh, looking at the stats, I mean, Giannis has seven. He's shooting two for eight. Chris Middleton is leading, and Brooke Lopez is leading. Uh, Chris Middleton shooting five for 10. And Jimmy Butler is one for three with five points. And leading their scoring is Jay Crowder with nine points. Well, we all know so, about fourth quarter, Jimmy. Uh, right. But, I mean, like, Giannis is, right now, he's struggling. Mm-hmm. He's also three for eight from the line, which is still a big problem in his career. The free throws. It's like, it's like, I don't even want to go back to the Sixers all the time. But it's just like, it's something that I just keep on thinking of. And it's like, Ben being like, oh, you don't shoot. You don't shoot at all. What, what are you doing? Like your free throws, they suck. Why, why aren't you working on this twenty four seven? Why aren't you? Dude, he's in his third year. I mean, like, yes, he's the number one pick, so he's expected more than than Giannis, who was like a a later pick, kinda. Well, I guess compared to number one, but it's like still, yeah, these two star players, and obviously they both have their weaknesses, right? And I feel like every star player has a weakness. It's like they're they're gonna find their own, but I feel like Ben is just pressured so much. It's like every single time that he gets the ball, it's like why isn't he not shooting? Why is he not shooting? It's like crazy. But for Giannis, I don't know. Every time that I think about Giannis, I think about when James Harden was just like all he does is he, he just runs and dunks the ball. If he was like six three. He wouldn't even be like in the NBA, you know. He wouldn't be as good, you know. Just like stuff like that. Um, right, right, I'm back. Um, well, if I could talk about the Giannis thing before, if you want me to cross reference with Ben Simmons again, but first on on Giannis, I've been saying this for the longest. And every time somebody, like, before I try to, like, downplay how good Giannis is, let me not do that. Let me give him some credit first. Giannis in the regular season is probably the best player in the league. Like, there's no doubt about that. Giannis in the regular season has a bigger effect on his team 
than a lot of other players. He, the team is focused around Giannis. But what I've been saying for the longest is that the team isn't good just necessarily just because Giannis is on there. Like, if you look at it, late game, Giannis isn't going to be the one to hit those shots. It, 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 if they're going to win, it's going to have to be Chris Middleton. But additionally, when everybody makes that case for Giannis being so great and Giannis is going to have all these MVPs, obviously he came from an unknown player drafted. So, you know, I think he went first round from Greece. But Mike Budenholzer, who, who's Giannis' coach for the uh, Milwaukee Bucks now, ever since Mike Budenholzer came there, the Bucks took a 365. The whole, uh, well, 360. I said 365. It took a 360. Their team took mm-hmm. a, a complete turn for the better. And I point this out numerous times. Yes, Jason Kidd is a good developmental coach. He's the reason Giannis is so great now. But if you look at it, Mike Budenholzer led the Atlanta Hawks with Jeff Teague, Paul Millsap, and Kyle Korver right. to a first seed. All of them were all-stars there. I believe Al Horford was on, was on the team too. All of them were all-stars under Mike Budenholzer. I don't think any of them were ever an all-star outside of that season. And they're definitely not all-star caliber players now. I mean, Kyle Korver is barely in the league. I'm, I'm sure he's like a bench player on the Bucks right now. All of them are all-stars because of Mike Budenholzer. And I I, uh, I attribute most of their wins to Mike Budenholzer. And I think the Bucks are really just a regular season team because when it comes to crunch time, you see they, they don't really have anyone to seal the deal. Their offense kind of, when, when, the, when the pace is slower, their offense kind of falls and crumbles. So I think, you know, obviously there was that quote by Richard Jefferson, Scottie Pippen had the little beef saying Giannis needs a, uh, Giannis should be the Pippen. I, I disagree with that in the sense that wherever Giannis goes, he's probably going to be the best player on that team. But there's no way, in, unless we see a drastic change from Giannis, which he's already done enough drastic changes, there's no way that Giannis is going to be the guy to win games for you late games. And I think that's where Chris Middleton is going to have to step up if the Bucks are ever going to have a chance at becoming a championship winning team. Uh, and there's obviously the rumors that Giannis is going to leave. But anyway, yeah. if you want to go back to Ben Simmons, because obviously they have the comparison of those both being anomalies in the league. They're both huge players. They can't really shoot. I mean, Giannis has the confidence to shoot. Ben doesn't. Ben is a great player. I mean, we've seen how our team, the Sixers, we're both Sixers fans, literally crumbled into one of the worst situations in the league when Ben got injured. It was it was hard to watch the Sixers play against the Celtics that series without Ben. I mean, we had no one to guard. He's our best perimeter defender. He's our best playmaker. Ben Simmons is vital to the Sixers' success. But a huge reason that Jimmy Butler left, obviously we heard Brett Brown let him leave, was because of Ben Simmons. I mean, Jimmy Butler is not, he's not a top 10 player in the league. And Jimmy Butler mm-hmm. probably knows that, but he's confident. And you've seen the confrontations he had with Cat and Andrew Wiggins in Minnesota. Then he came to Philly. Ben didn't really like how he was getting on him. I think Jimmy Butler is a vocal player. Everybody admires Jimmy. Everybody respects Jimmy. But at some point, it's going to have to click into Ben Simmons' head that he has to be the guy. You know, if we're going like, and B, and B can only take us so far as a center. Ben Simmons if those if that's going to be our star tandem ben and and b ben is going to have to step up offensively and uh you look at that raptor series it was kind of frustrating to watch ben simmons on the court when he wasn't guarding Kawhi because brett just had him in the post where Embiid was supposed to play for most of that series uh in those, in those late games we saw him beat on the perimeter and jimmy was finally getting shots up but when ben simmons doesn't touch the ball it's 
I don't know. Like, at some point, if the Sixers are going to become that championship team, we've seen him hit threes. He just has to start being more consistent and more confident. And hopefully, whatever coach the Sixers bring in just motivates him to take it to that next level, you know? Right. Uh, Well, we have the Raptors, Celtics in the East. I mean, Tatum, OG. I think that's kind of a self-explanatory series, a really good series. Uh, but we can move on to our next topic if you want now. But, um, dude, I am, I am excited. Ragers, stand up, get lit, open that shit up. It is time for us to rise. Cactus Jack, Travis Scott, he is with McDonald's. I, I can't wait for September 8th. I'm grabbing. I, I can't go outside. But listen, who reads? <laughs> I'm door dashing. Yeah. yeah, Uber Eats, DoorDash, Grubhub. I don't care. I'm getting the the nine dollar meal. I'm pretty sure it's just burger, fries, and the hat. I'm getting that, and I'm gonna be the happiest man alive when I wear that hat. If um, if the people who are not Travis Scott fans don't know, we're obviously talking about the Travis Scott McDonald's deal. That was uh just made. It's a multi-level deal, and there's gonna be a full menu. I think it's a quarter pounder, some fries. I'm not sure what comes out with it, but it's a new combo deal. Shout out to Travis Scott. Uh, I think in this day and age, social media is is so largely monetized that when you have stars like Travis Scott or you see Kanye uh, almost tripled the Gap stock when he right. he uh he decided to join um join Gap for projects. I think the influences that these artists have nowadays is kind of crazy. Like, mm-hmm. when you look at it, the only other pl- the only other person to have such a, a major deal with McDonald's ever is Michael Jordan. So when you think about that, Michael Jordan, who's probably the biggest person in the world back in the uh, late 80s, early 90s, and now we're in 2020, and Travis Scott is somewhat reminiscent of that effect by having a McDonald's deal. It's, it's out of this world to me because... You're really seeing that you can break barriers by becoming an artist or becoming an influencer, and it shows how much power and merit that holds. It's kind of, right. it's kind of crazy to me. Dude, people are going crazy over this thing. Um, the workers got like this shirt, and it says like Cactus Jack on it. Um, and somebody was like, "I'm selling it for like 500." I think he sold it to the guy, and he was like, "It's gilding." <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Yeah. But. No, like I'm not like the biggest Travis Scott fan you'll meet, but like there's people. Of course, I watch like his documentary, which is great. Uh, it's called "Mom, Look, I Can Fly." First time I watched, it, I almost cried, but it's great. And in the beginning, it shows like all of the all the ragers, all the people who go to his concerts, and his concerts are crazy. I think he right now he's probably the best live performer in hip hop. I mean, like Lil Uzi's up there, but like Travis, his effect on the on the stage is crazy. But um, like all the people uh in the documentary, they were just going crazy. Travis, I love you. I'll die for you. Oh my gosh. Uh, and you know it's just proven here again, like like what you were saying, the influence that people like artists have on today. Like people are going crazy for that uh that little hat that they have with it. I think maybe you get a toy. 
Yeah, that, that's I mean, also kind of cool. We saw the Travis Scott Jordan ones, the Jordan four, the Cactus Jack Jordan fours. Like right. it seems like obviously his music is, is is well versed, well respected. I don't listen to Travis Scott's music personally; it doesn't do anything for me. But uh, when you see like the amount of brand yeah, deals success, and they're reaching out even so outside of their music, is is something that you have to admire from afar. Like right. it's really crazy. But um. Personally, the only person I listen to, if we're talking musically, um, the only person I listen to from Cactus Jack consistently is Don Toliver, great Don vocal G. artist, great vocal artist. Shout out to him. Yes, Don Toliver. Can't wait for that new album. It's going to be crazy. It's going up with Chase B. Uh, Cafeteria went crazy with Gunna. Of course, uh-huh. someone sent me um, a text and it was like, well, Gunna's on Cafeteria, of course. Oh, like sure, the sure. irony of Gunner's not fat, man. <laughs> it's just that Gunner's Atlanta stuff. Fat. Atlanta, they, uh, people, a lot of people from Atlanta wear slim clothes. Well, they wear, the yeah, they wear skinny jeans. Yeah, and they're I'm, like, dude. Yeah. <sighs> the gunner sl- the gunner slander got to stop. <laughs> yeah, just focus on the music. But uh. We could do a little stock talk here. Apple just had their fifth split in the company's history. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, a stock split is where it doesn't really change the value of a stock. It just means that there's more shares out there. So if you had $500 in Apple in the past, that share is now worth, from a four to one split, it would be worth $125, meaning that your share of Apple was $125. But if you had 500, now you have four shares of Apple. So basically the amount of shares and uh apple stock market just multiply but the volume is essentially the same uh, it's really cool seeing uh stocks like tesla going crazy recently chipotle there's been a like the stock market game during during, during quarantine it's been going through it's been going crazy yeah because yeah. people have all these they're like dude i can't do like sports bets or nothing so like what should i do and it's like uh invest in some stocks right Markets are going crazy. Um, so um, right now you would invest in Apple, right? Um, it depends what type of stocks you're looking forward to. Uh, personally, for me, I like something called dividend stocks. If I were to invest, that's what I would go with. Dividend mm-hmm. stocks are basically you get paid either quarterly, yearly, or monthly for holding the stock. So say you buy a stock that's ten dollars, you get ten shares. And for each share you have, they pay you a dollar every quarter, which is, I believe, every three months. You get a dollar for it. Basically, just for buying those, those so a dollar times 10 shares means you get $10. So if you have $100 worth of that stock, you can get an additional $40 just for holding that stock for the whole year. So those right. are the safest bets to me, like if you have a dividend stock. But Apple, it's, it's crazy. Like it goes up and down. Uh, personally, before the stock split, my pockets couldn't handle it. It was like five hundred, six hundred dollars. I would, I would, <laughs> I'm not investing five hundred dollars into a stock. You know, I don't care right. that. But the stock split, that's why I think they're kind of cool because now your stock is obviously much cheaper. It's more accessible. So mm-hmm. if you got a hundred dollars, now you can say I own Apple. And you look five years from now, that stock that you put a hundred dollars into might be worth seven hundred, four hundred dollars. It's really crazy. Right. So yeah. Um, if staying on the topic of Apple, the iPhone 12 just got leaked, and <sighs> I don't know what to think. It seems like every year there's a new iPhone. 
I don't know. What do you uh, think about Have you seen the iPhone 12 leak? Yeah. I mean, it's been disappointing, but I mean, like, you look at it. I mean, are there too many iPhones coming out? Yeah, I, I personally feel so. Like, I, I have the XR, and I'm hearing they might discontinue the XR already. Excuse me? Yeah, I have the XR too, but like, that that's crazy. But like, it's like how how much how many more cameras do you need? Like, if <laughs> yeah. the 12 has four cameras, that's actually crazy. You know. Definitely, um, definitely. I remember at one point, like they're taken from Android and stuff. But I I want to see this next uh, not like the next iPhone, but the next iOS. The next iOS, it looks uh-huh. really good. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, yeah, uh, AirPods, man, those are like the biggest struggle for me right now. I, I think mean? headphones are the safe bet. Uh, <sighs> I've just had bad experiences with AirPods, man. You know. How many Air- AirPods have you had? Uh, you just I bought like one pair, right? Yeah, and then I got I got a replacement, <laughs> and I lost it. It's, it's crazy. Wow. My first my first AirPod, I lost. In a sewer then what I'll, yeah like it you know when we was on the way to baseball practice i just had it in my ear and it dropped in the sewer and i couldn't get it so i lost one ear pot then i lost the other yeah. one at home so then i had to replace it <sighs> and i just just can't keep up with them they're very annoying yeah i never had airpods oh no you had you had the traffic light airpods for sure <laughs> Chill, chill. Five. It wasn't even five below. Um, it was DSW, which is like a shoes warehouse. Yeah, sh- right, right, right. Uh, they were selling AirPods. I guess I got it. They're fake. They're like big. Um, they were they were elite. They were elite. I could hear out of them, so I was like, okay. Nothing, <laughs> nothing. Before we go, um, hold up. Before we go, you know. This is ATV podcast before my um, before BBO Rich closes it out. If y'all are supporters or anyone who listens wants to create a name for the listeners, you know I don't know. Y'all can use the BBO or ATV anything. Just let us know what y'all want to be called. Uh, thank y'all for listening. I'm gonna hand it over to BBO Rich. Uh, thank you for tuning in and vibing with us. Uh, you know we got all the vibes. Uh, follow us on the socials: Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, we'll be posting next week and we'll see you there. Love you and peace. <laughs>